for the and this is like this that's a real thing that I have said we 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 missed probably six seven weeks uh we first got here just trying to you know recruit and establish relationships and and not worry about the x's and the o's and a lot of people will tell you when you're trying to build a, a culture that's really the way you do it your, your strategy comes at the end you got to get the other things right first from a you know a root system standpoint but you know i've been i've been proud of um everything that we've been able to accomplish certainly not proud of losing six games and i got the right perspective and uh, recognizing, you know, things that we can do better, you know, within the game, whether that's game management, that's um, schemes, that's personnel. Uh, you know, you live and learn. That's any season, you know, whether you're the linebacker coach, you're the defensive coordinator, you're the OC, you're the special teams coach, uh, all of those things. And there's, it's always to say after the fact, you know, Johnny on the spot, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Look what happened. Yeah, well, when you get into, into that arena, that's all part of it too. And, you know, I've had plenty of games where you've had great success when you you got 50 things that you wish you would have done different, you know, even through victory. So. There's head football coach Brent Venables talking about what uh, he he would do differently um, as a head coach from, from whenever he took the job until now. Um yeah, you know, I remember them right away saying, "Hey, we're get we're gonna get this, we're gonna get everything else right first, and then the football stuff is gonna come." Um, you know, which I don't know. I, I've never been in a in a transition before, but you know, usually, and I know that the the calendars changed a little bit too. They can do a little bit more with the players during those winter months, but uh, there used to not be any, hardly any football stuff at all going on during that time. Like, your first football stuff was like, you would maybe have a handful of meetings the week before spring ball started, and then you would just, like, kind of dive right in with spring ball. But now there's a little bit more You guys were just cramming in with two-and-A's back then. That's what that was. Right. Yep. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, we would have loved to have had a better record this year, but at this point, um, you know, it's happened. So you move on and you hope the recruiting and the relationship building and where you put your focus in is going to pay dividends for you. And hopefully it will. Yeah, ho- will well, th- this is going to be the month, probably more than any, that shapes – your entire roster for next year. It's December 1st. It, uh, it would be a fun exercise to take a picture of what the roster and the recruiting class looks like today. And then on December 31st, New Year's Eve, take a picture on what the roster and the uh, recruiting class looks like then. Because it yeah. feels like via the portal, guys leaving, guys coming in, guys that they're hopefully going to add here down the stretch that – some significant changes are going to happen in the next 30 days. Right. So, I didn't get to hear any of Locked In. <laughs> What's the latest Go on the... What? I don't think you ever listen to the show, but that's fine. That's okay. No, that's not true. I usually do listen whenever I'm on my way to hmm. a remote or something, but whenever I come here, I just bring the side-by-side over. I'm not driving <laughs> around listening to the radio in the car. 
So, uh, man. what's the latest on the recruit situation? How, is our class holding together? Hold, class what are some of the guys that are fine. still out there? Class is All holding right. together just fine. There's no, like, uh, real imminent worries about anyone decommitting. That could always happen. I understand that. But what you asked the question, I'm telling you, like, right now there's not, like, a, a player that we're looking at saying, oh, boy, he could be on flip watch any day like we did with Anthony Evans, like we did with Colton Vosick. You're just waiting, man, at this point. You're waiting on David Hicks. You're waiting on Peyton Bowen and Tessilia Kana. There's a good feeling with Tessilia Kana. I would say there's a good feeling with Peyton Bowen. And with David Hicks, I don't think that there's a bad feeling there. It's just he's got another A&M visit coming up before signing day. And I'm going yeah. to guess that... With what A&M's class currently looks like, which is barely inside the top 25, and you're seeing every single day people entering or kids entering the portal from A&M. Like, it's bad there, man. Five and seven year, guys are on the outs there. They don't have a great recruiting class. I'm going to guess that A&M is going to make 100% sure that they don't lose out to money on their only five-star player that they have committed. Right. David Hicks is going to get a sizable NIL offer from Texas A&M. I'm very sure of that. Can OU overcome that? Well, I mean, that's kind of the big obstacle here. That's what I would guess. Right. Well, um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what's the uh, what's the Peyton Bowen situation? I think there's a good feeling there, man. Um, OU's got a couple of things working in their favor that Notre Dame, Oregon, whoever else is at A&M that, that they don't have. One – his girlfriend just signed an LOI here uh, about a month right. ago, right? So you got that working for you too. And I think this makes this – like this recruitment is important for several reasons, but you've got a five-star quarterback commit that plays on the same team as he does, you know? And Jackson Arnold, yeah. the guy that I'm talking about, has been an unbelievable recruiter for you this year. So you've got those two things in your corner working for you that the other schools don't. And I kind of have the opinion that if you've got those two things working in your favor, and I understand he's been a Notre Dame commit for about 11 months now, but when those things are working in your favor, you, you need to win this recruiting battle. You need players yeah. at that position at safety. He's a five-star. He's a legit five-star, a great returner as well. Just go watch one game of his. You'll understand all the hype. Um, but I, you, need to, you need to close on this one. You, you, you do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Like, you feel like whenever you've got all those things in your favor, like if you don't, it's almost like he's kind of avoiding that stuff purposely, right? No? Um, is he? I, I don't know. It'll be a disappointing feeling, I, I know, if they don't get Peyton Bowen. Yeah. yeah. Just because you he's felt a, like you've been in this thing for over six months now, basically. Right. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, still got the quarterback coming in, which, you know, I, I I think that there's a chance that the biggest game changer for our offense next year could be Jackson Arnold. Whoa! But, but not for the reason... Oh. Not for the reason you're probably thinking. Okay. Well, the reason I'm probably thinking is all Big 12 freshman of the year. What reason are you thinking? 
No, 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 no. Well, I, like, one of the big things, like, for instance, take a look at, take a look at the Big 12 championship game. What do those two teams have in common? Um, one played a backup quarterback and the other knew how to knock out starting quarterbacks. Exactly. those really aren't in common, but there's something for each team. Exactly. Um, quarterback run game. Quarterback run game. Uh, and you're right. Max Duggan was the backup. Chandler Morris was the starter. Right? So even once he took over, they felt confident in their backup quarterback situation, which means they could they could dial up quarterback run game as much as they felt no doubt like they wanted to sure kansas state same thing that's a quarterback run game heavy offense has been for a really long time and like the biggest like one of the most effective parts of jeff levy's offense i they were hardly ever able to access they could only they would use it like once or twice a game early in the game just to try and plant the seed with the D.C., but they couldn't risk running him a whole bunch because I, they, had, they literally had nothing at backup quarterback, and we saw, the, saw how it unfolded whenever he went down. So they had to be ultra-cautious there. Um, if Jackson Arnold is good enough to come in and give them a at least a good enough feeling that he can go in and manage yeah. a game would be a disaster or if he has a to go half out and get in there. Sure. Where it's not an absolute disaster, then that could be a massive game changer for our well, offense. You're talking about this year. I think we've seen it uh, in another year as well. And maybe that was more of a Josh Heupel issue, but how about 2014, man? Well, same thing. We yeah. saw where Trevor Knight's best ability was his athleticism, and they did not use it really at all in 2014. And that was yeah. a disaster. Yeah. And, you know, he was he was a great athlete, but he wasn't very fluid running the as fluid as I thought he was going to be running the football. But, yeah. But the point, like you go back to Levy's year at Ole Miss, you know, Matt Corral was, you know, right there almost stride for stride. He had 11 rushing touchdowns. I think he had like 30 rushes against Tennessee last year, 30 attempts. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like he he was, which he was a, a bigger dude and kind of, he was a more durable player, but they ended up, he ended up getting banged up, you know. Um, but like if if like whenever we dialed it up this year and and Dylan Gabriel kept the football and we used him in the running game, it was effective. There weren't very many times, you know, if at all, it, it was ever stopped for a negative play when he pulled it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if there's if you can get like a yards per play average on that, but when he pulled it and kept it, and I'm not even counting the Nebraska run because that was more of. You know, he was – I don't think that was a design run from what I can remember. It was just like he just made a play. But those design runs you're talking about, yeah, it felt like it was about eight, nine yards a, a pop there. Yep. So, like, that, that is my hope. So, you've got that and you've got um, 
you know, some of those guys with another year in the system and Evers, a year of development, and uh, even if Jackson Arnold isn't maybe where they hope he is by the time the season starts, you would you would hope that you feel better about at least someone else on the roster by that time, right? Yeah. A full, full year and a season and a spring under their belt. Uh, let's see, text line, is Nick Evers just not good enough to play? It's from the 405. No, he just wasn't good enough to play as a true freshman uh, against Texas in what would have been, what, the fifth game of the season? Yeah. To be fair, the quarterback they started wasn't good enough to play in that game, but we'll hear what you mean. Oh, that's true. Uh, what about JFA just pushing Dylan Gabriel in practice? DG had zero competition before the year. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess there could that I mean that that could be a benefit. I don't think Dylan Gabriel I don't think any of his um his, his low points or his inadequacies, whatever you want to call them, I don't think any of those were necessarily of of, you know, not being pushed and just feeling complacent being the quarterback at OU. I mean, my goodness, I, how could you ever feel complacent whenever the fan base is, is all over you? Even in, when we were 3-0, and there was a lot of people, and I'm not saying it wasn't justified, that were like, hey, man, we need no, to No, we had a conversation the Monday after the Nebraska game. Like, he's missing on too many throws here. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I doubt that a quarterback that went Six and six in the regular season at Oklahoma uh, was complacent, but the point is noted, and I and I do agree that depending on the player, sometimes that can be a big motivating factor. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, he'll he'll feel it, I'm sure. And we all know that Jackson Arnold's going to be the star of the spring game, right? Yes. All he has to Correct. do is complete a ten yard out route, and it's over. Or complete Let's a pass see. over the middle of the field because that's been a very big complaint. Where's the intermediate passing game? Why can they not complete a pass over the middle of the field? Which will be an off-season conversation, but if Jackson Arnold could do that, oh, yeah, people fall in well, love. The big names of the spring, all anyone's going to talk about the spring game will be Jackson Arnold, uh, Petaway, the wide receiver, and let's see, who else? Jaden Gibson uh, going to be wide receiver one? Uh, Unless it's Petaway. Maybe it's Petaway. Nick Anderson, if he can get – get healthy and stay healthy um maybe it'll be caleb hicks at running back that they're talking about could be canic too well yeah but tyler it's got to be guys that aren't going to play in the fall well um canic is going to play but everyone's so in love with him that still just might be a carryover i don't know that's true uh let me get a few texts here Uh, i want to read this one from ron and lawton because he says, I'm always on the road when I listen to you guys, and now I have a chance to ask you a question. Well, here you go, Ron. Can you detail the information with Brent Vittables during Tuesday night's conversation at Rudy's with you and Toby over BV talking about reports, and he said 50-50 is good, but 80-20 is bad? What was he describing? It was a very informative conversation. However, he threw so much out at once that I got lost in the shuffle. I know you will understand what he was talking about. Yeah, well, what he was talking about was I'm trying to remember the what the what the original question was and where why, how he ended up 
where he did. Um, you know, he essentially he was he was talking about. I'm trying to remember if he was talking about offense or defense. What he ended up getting to, and what what the texter's referencing is, you know, when an offense scouts Oklahoma's defense, like for, like for him specifically when he's calling defense, and you know it's second and five or it's third and five, whatever it is, and he looks down at the tendencies, like the printout report, he doesn't ever want to see 50-50, right? He wants to see an oh, offense yeah. that has tendencies. He wants to see someone that's 70-30 run on first and 10 or 70-30 pass on third and four, right? So whenever he knows those tendencies, he can build off of it. But what what he was saying is, what people are going to see from Oklahoma defensively is because offenses look at open middle, closed middle, right? And he says they're going to always look at Oklahoma on all down and distances, and it's going to be 50-50, open middle, closed middle. So like, whenever it's, whenever it's all said and done and they get everyone dialed in and they get this thing dialed in, You'll be multiple, and teams will never have a bead on what you may or may not be doing. Yep. And and I now I don't remember where what he was talking about whenever I he went got back to that and though. watched it on Monday. I don't remember what the question was either, but I do remember. Yeah, you you, you pretty much got that right. Nine one eight. What if Jackson Arnold takes over and Dylan Gabriel is a backup? Will DG stay or will he go? He'll stay. What's he going to do? Transfer yeah. in the middle of the year? Well, I mean, there, there's another portal season after the spring but guys there ain't no i just don't see a scenario where jackson arnold takes over after the spring there ain't no way within like jackson arnold he won't he probably won't even be getting the number two reps at the beginning of spring ball uh yeah that's probably right he'll probably be splitting two reps They'll probably be splitting those between, at you know, whatever, two or three guys. And if you start to get yourself above those guys, you'll you'll get your own reps there. But, like, there's no way in 15 practices that he would be able to no. to take over for Dylan Gable. Like, he legitimately if, won't have a opportunity in 15. Like, understand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there will not be, like, a real opportunity. Like, they don't scrimmage for 15 consecutive days or, you know, anything like that. Right. Look, I, I'm not I'm not going to completely, 100%, close the door that Jackson Arnold won't be the starter at some point in 2023. But it won't be in the spring, and I don't even think it'll be training camp. I think the scenario that we're talking about, even if it happens, and I put it at a low percentage, it would happen in the middle stages to the latter part of the season next year. Or injury, of course. Yes, right? correct. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I if, if we're talking about Dylan Gabriel possibly transferring because he lost the job, then we've got good things on our hands. And I know that I know the year he had was forgettable for a bunch of people, but there's a lot of reasons why Dylan Gabriel's performance was what it was this year. Some of it's his fault. A lot of it, most of it is not. And we can talk about some of that stuff if you want to. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line, 651 
3439. Hanging out in Goldsby today at Pryor's Pizza Kitchen. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Sooner Nation, come cheer on the Oklahoma women's basketball team at the Lloyd Noble Center on Sunday, December 4th, as they take on the Ole Miss Rebels of the SEC. Driving right side, dishes right corner for a three, it's a swish. The first 500 fans in attendance will receive a retro Top Dog t-shirt. One dribble, she'll shoot an 18-footer and swishes it. Oh, man. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com or call the OU ticket office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of Southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club offers its guests the opportunity to experience 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes all across stunning natural landscape. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF to book your tee time today. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. CCW Safe offers service membership plans for concealed carry permit holders. If members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides the best defense attorneys in the U.S., expert witnesses, and investigators specially trained in use of force lawsuits and investigations. Members start at $149 per year for a single membership. Visit CCW Safe at CCWSafe.com. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out, because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container, because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Looking for a rewarding career serving your community? The Norman Police Department is now accepting applications for new and experienced police officers. 
If you are team-oriented and are seeking the opportunity to make a positive impact on the lives of others, apply today. Applications are being accepted year-round. Find out more and apply at NewNormanCops.com. That's NewNormanCops.com. Join our team and serve your community. The Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. 24 years ago today, Bob Stoops was hired as the head football coach at OU. He said in his introductory press conference, quote, I shall not shy away from the expectations that you have at Oklahoma. There are no excuses. You succeed or you don't, end quotes. Bob Stoops had a pretty nice career here at the University of Oklahoma, huh? 24 years ago today, he was hired. How about that? Four years ago today, Trey Brown got loose, sacked Sam Ellinger in the end zone for a safety, and then Kyla Murray just put a beautiful ball in the end zone. Grant Calcaterra, one-handed catch, touchdown. OU beat Texas in the Big 12 championship, 39-27. December 1st, not a bad little day for OU history. Not a bad day at all. Um... How about that? You said 24? 24 years ago today, yeah, Bob got hired. 38 years old. That's crazy, right? Time flies. Younger than me whenever he took the job at Oklahoma. Younger than you and a lot hungrier than you on the recruiting trail. Yeah. It was young Bob Stoops. No, I uh, I, I was going back and watching that throw from Kyler to uh, Grant Calcaterra on that third and ten. And yeah. it was the one time, and I mean the one time, where they panned over to his dad, Kevin Murray, and he was actually, like, smiling and showing some emotion. He hugged his wife. That's how big of a throw that was from Kyler and how big of a catch that was from Calcaterra to put the horns away is that he was, like, hugging his wife and him all emotional, like, wow, I didn't see you like that the whole, <laughs> the whole year. Wow. You're telling me he smiled at that game? Well, I don't know if he smiled, but you could tell there was some emotion at least. He just wasn't mad? He just wasn't uh, crossing his arms mad, yes, after an (laughs) 80-yard touchdown run. Uh, uh, Speaking of Kyler, we may have to get to some of that in what caught your eye. I have the audio of of what Patrick Peterson said, so if you want to use that, yeah, I'll have that. Um, Back to uh, some current OU news. So, Eric Gray's off to the Senior Bowl. means he's gone, basically. Wanya yeah. Morris, same thing. Now Jalen Redman earlier this morning. Best of luck to Jalen Redman. I, I hope he yeah. has some great Senior Bowl practices and a great Senior Bowl game, but I think it's fair to say that he's going to need those things to, to happen during that he, week. Jalen Redmond is one of the guys that falls into the category for me where – there's a, a really good chance that they're a much better pro than they were college player. Um, you know, for whatever reason, some guys just kind of the way college football is, is done and like how, how it's really pushed to be team oriented and team focused and, uh, you know, everyone together as a group. 
I, some guys just don't mesh well with that type of system and really thrive in a in kind of an every man for himself type type of situation. And you know, there's there's just some guys that they have the raw skills, but for whatever reason, hard to be motivated in college. And you get to the NFL, and it is do or don't like get it done and get paid or go find a something to do for the rest of your life some guys really really respond to that type of environment it's, it's totally different yeah well yeah best of luck to it it's, i don't think it's that big of a surprise that he is yeah. uh, not going to be back but yeah, now what do you think on any of those guys playing in the senior bowl or no sorry the, the bowl, bowl game, game. Uh, this is like a total guess. I would guess that none of those guys play in the bowl game. Um, I hope Eric Gray plays in the bowl game. And I know some might say, well, I don't know. Like, if Barnes is going to be running back number one next year, just go ahead. He's gotten enough reps this year. He'll be fine if he's running back number one next year. And he'd still get reps in the bowl game if Eric Gray was available to play. Eric Gray's like maybe your best offensive player. He is your best offensive player you have. I want him playing in the bowl game. I hope he does. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily think that he will though. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What's so what about Anton Harrison? Uh he declared yesterday, actually. So does that mean he can't play in the bowl game? Um he can play in a bowl game if he wants to. Okay. But yeah, he just made it his intentions clear that this is his last last year at OU. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I don't those... think he said – I can go back and look at it. He released a statement. I don't think he said anything in there about um, not playing in the bowl game. Yeah. Um, I, I, hope, I hope more than not play. I, I understand it. Like for Anton Harrison, like Anton Harrison has a chance to be a first-rounder. I, I totally understand if he doesn't play. want to stay in the Cheez-It Bowl suite in Orlando, Florida. Right, I get that. Um, you know, you don't you don't want to take any unnecessary injury. But here's the other part about that for the guys that are playing in the Senior Bowl. I today is December one. The last football they played was what the twenty seventh or something of November. Yeah. You don't want to not be playing football for that long before you go in. And because it, it's the senior bowl is football. It's football drills. It's it's padded. It's one on ones. Like you need to be in football shape, ready to go whenever that thing goes down. And I, to me, the best way to do that is to play, go through bowl prep. Uh, you can get out of football shape in a hurry. Sure. And you're talking about nearly two months with no football. Then all of a sudden. You've got, what, four practices where you, it's the biggest impact possibly of anything you've ever done on where you may get drafted. Uh, this text says Anton Harrison is not playing. He's going to start preparing. I'm looking over the – maybe that's just a thought. Um, I, I don't know. But I, I'm not seeing that in the uh, in what he released yesterday. It would make sense. It would I, make I, sense. Sure, it would be surprising. I get it. I get it for, for a guy that's got – a lot of people have a first-round grade on him. Uh, so. Here's an interesting text, a little off topic, but 
okay. And this isn't the first text that we've gotten on this today um, saying rumor is Bronco Mendenhall has been contacted to be a defensive coordinator. Thoughts? I haven't heard Bronco Mendenhall's name for the defensive coordinator's job. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I just I, I haven't I haven't heard at, that from anywhere. At the University of Oklahoma. Yes, OU. Um, I, I've seen his name uh, floated around for a lot of head coaching jobs, but not the OU DC yeah. job. Yeah, I haven't heard that. I'm not saying it's not true. I have no idea. Um, what's his story? Where's he been? Bronco Mendenhall. He was at BYU for a while. He left to take the Virginia job. And then did he get fired or just retire from Virginia? And they hired Tony Elliott, I think, last cycle. Maybe he took a year off from football. I don't really know what he was doing. Maybe he took a year off this year. But yeah, I've seen his name be thrown around for some of these smaller openings. Yeah. Um, he announced after the 21 season that he was stepping down as Virginia's head coach after the bowl game but also said he was not retiring from coaching and confirmed that he had not yet taken another college football coaching position. That's per Wikipedia there on a quote. So Jim, he was what? He was at BYU for 10 years? Yep. Yeah, he beat OU in 09. Yep. 10 years as head coach. He was there before that as a defensive coordinator. Text line says Jim Leonard, question mark. D.C. at Wisconsin. I don't know. You know, it's interesting – Jay Valai, um, I think he played with Jim Leonard. He's really, really tight with him. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Fascinating. Uh, I, uh, for what it's worth, if you want to get into a scuttlebutt segment, uh, Zach Arnett from Mississippi State as the new defensive coordinator is uh, one thing that I heard a few days ago. Defensive coordinator at Oklahoma? Yeah. What's the, I don't know anything about Zach Arnett. What's the story I, there? I didn't know anything about Zach Arnett at the time, and I'll be completely honest with you, I haven't looked too much into that name until I you know, get a little bit more smoke around that one. Uh, San Diego State linebacker coach, uh, defensive coordinator until not 2018 to 2019, 2020 to present, Mississippi State defensive coordinator. It is Here's 30s, the thing, young guy. Young guy. Here's the thing, I um, I don't, I don't see necessarily a a guy like a a Bronco Mendenhall. Like, just this is the first thing I've heard about it. I that seems like a guy that you're bringing in his system, what he like his scheme. Like Coach Venables is going to run Coach Venables' system. So I, I guess what I'm saying is I feel like maybe like a bigger, more well-known defensive coordinator type of guy, I guess I I would kind of lean away from that. Yeah. But, you know, maybe the Bronco Mendenhall angle is he's more of a head coach type of guy. He's got a lot of experience as head coach, and, like, you can lean on that for him as the defense to be kind of an over, overall, um, like, just kind of implement. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Does well, that make sense yeah, at all Yeah, it what makes I'm sense. I, I guess one quick question, too, and it really is a question. It's what, can you get someone like a Bronco Mendenhall, can you get someone established like a Jim Leonard 
because is this just another situation where Brent Venables is going to get all the credit for what you just said? It's his scheme. You're going to be running his scheme. That's why after I've thought about it a little bit that I feel a little bit better about the Bronco Mendenhall angle than I do like a Jim Leonard or a Zach Arnett, a younger guy that's trying to to make their way to prove that they can be a head coach and kind of, you know what I'm saying? I I feel like you'd maybe go with the older established guy that's, I don't know. It's interesting. I hadn't even thought of it. Um, You know, I didn't even know that we were in the market frankly. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Here's some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Sooner Nation, Bedlam Wrestling is coming to Norman on Sunday, December 11th. That is ridiculous. Are your late morning sports fix with the Plank Show? I'm going to say something that is going to be very triggering to some. I'm ready, baby. Let's go. Chris Plank and Josh Helmer with the Plank Show. Weekday mornings from 9 to noon on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Cooler weather means new cold weather Sooner gear at Balfour of Norman. Come see us on Campus Corner or shop online at crimsonproud.com. With more choices than ever, Balfour is ready for winter with men's, women's, and youth hoodies, sweatshirts, sweaters, quarter zips, jackets, long sleeve tees, beanies, scarves, and gloves. You'll also find great brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Chickadee, Game Day Couture, and others. Whether you're headed to an OU game or just want to support your Sooners in something warm and comfy, Balfour is the place to go. It's never too early to start shopping for the Sooner fans on your Christmas list and getting ready for the holidays. Shop the large selection of ornaments, tree skirts, and other decorations, or let Balfour's friendly staff help you find the perfect gifts to check off your list. Locally owned for more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman has always been OU fans' go-to place and where you will find everything sooner. The law firm of Ward & Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward & Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward & Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Store number one is. I'm sure everyone's seen this by now, but still interesting. Kyler Murray has been on the defensive quite a bit since he's been in the NFL. Um, We had the contract 
Dill talking about he's got required amount of time he needs to be uh, watching film. Um, there's been people that have talked about his uh, video game playing habits, and you know, it's it's been interesting. There's been some dust-ups on the sideline with coaches and with players, and then the Patrick Peterson comment on the podcast um, talking about how Kyler is self-centered. All he cares about is himself and I don't know. It's just another thing added on to the plate for Kyler where things seem to be uh, piling up on the kid. You got the audio. Let's see what Patrick Peterson has to say. Wow. Kyler has something to say back to that. He did. He said that um, he's got my number. If he's got something like that, he needs to to say uh, he he can call me instead of blasting it out there to everyone. And uh, Patrick Peter, like they're going back and forth right now, which, you know, I really don't. I'm not as interested in the the back and forth between the two. I'm more interested in how this is becoming the narrative on Kyler Murray. He needs some PR help, you know? Yeah, because he just looked at as just like a pouty kind of a, if it's not his way, then everything sucks. He he does not have great body language for a quarterback no. that's paid. Like, and you could say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers, and you could be true, but his body language is not is very poor. Very yeah. poor. I'll, I'll never forget, like, one of the first times I saw him on the team playing and something happened where uh, he made someone get up from a seat. And I don't even think he was the quarterback yet. I think he was still. No, backup. it was Baker's last year. Cause I remember you telling me this. Yeah. And I just remember like there was a couple of guys in the row that witnessed it. And I was looking up there and I was kind of like smiling and they gave me this look like you have no idea. Wow. I, what, what, we put up with but i don't know it's he he's he needs a he needs a pr help pretty badly um next thing that i've got kanye west on alex jones tyler and we make fun of uh alex jones quite a bit on this show you know a appearance on his show is going really bad when Alex Jones is like in damage control mode, trying to get you to stop talking. <laughs> well, everyone said it was Kanye, and I watched the video clip, which Kanye basically defended Hitler today. Which, what are you doing, yeah. man? I mean, that's just awful. <laughs> right. But why was he wearing like you couldn't even see his face? Like, what was I don't know. What was up with that? Maybe, maybe so he can deny that it was him there later. I don't know. Um, nice try. Didn't work. Spoiler alert. Did not work did not work it was just i don't even know how to explain it it caught my eye and caught my attention there's some clips out there you've got to it's worth watching just just to see someone like alex jones uh of all people squirm i know and everyone knows the audio clips we play of that guy (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, but quickly, there are some other crazy things going on. Uh, Florida backup quarterback Jalen Kitna, John Kitna's son. I oh, played cool. with John Kitna for a couple of years in Detroit. Um, I think he was a redshirt freshman at Florida, and he got hit with child pornography charges late last night. Um, I think he posted bond. It sounds like maybe he's going back to his parents' home until his further court date. Don't have any idea what the context of any of that stuff is, but he's got some serious charges on him. Mickey Joseph, uh, interim coach at Nebraska, got hit with domestic violence charges. Um, I think that was, what, Wednesday night or uh, no, it was Wednesday yesterday afternoon? during the show. Yeah. Travis and I found out in the 5 o'clock hour that he had been arrested. Ooh. Yeah, so you've got that going on. And uh, maybe worse than, than both, both of those is the Josh Heupel tattoo that a Tennessee fan got uh that was pretty well that's that the most wild. famous tattoo of or the most famous picture of josh heupel is the cigar in his mouth which takes yeah. over the the previous most famous picture of josh heupel which was him dressed up for halloween when he was the offensive coordinator at ou You've oh seen that i thought one, you right? was um oh the batman yes the batman costume <laughs> i thought the, i thought the most famous picture of josh heupel was uh, whenever I was full back in the national championship game blocking for him and he was running. No, uh, that's running just in your house. That's that. That's only in your house. Yeah. Um, all right. So McDonald's is bringing it back. The legendary McGold card. Free food for huh. life if you have a McGold card. I think like Bill Gates, Warren Buffett have them because, yeah, they, like they need one or anything like that. Yeah, it looks like Bill Gates uh, has it. That dude's got a big old belly <laughs> on him now. Uh, so I guess McDonald's customers can apparently win one of these McGold cards, free food for life, starting December 5th as part of its season of sharing. So if you order anything on their app over a dollar, if you spend over a dollar, you're entered into winning one of these McGold cards. I guess you get one, and you get to hand someone a McGold card as well. I don't frequent yeah. McDonald's that much unless the 12-year-old at our house wants a McFlurry, six-piece nugget, and a large yeah. fry, which runs us about $15 now. How often would you use the McDonald's McGold card if you were uh, if you won one or were gifted one? I Not very often. I say that. you know, uh, uh, Right now – the limiting factor for me going to McDonald's is not the price, so I don't feel like it would change a whole lot of anything. I mean, it would be cool to just, whenever you need something quick or whatever, you can run through there and swipe the gold card, and it'd be a nice little novelty to own. But And their ice cream I don't machine's want not working, and then their card scanner's yeah. not working. They don't understand. Yeah, yeah. It-, it sounds like a scam to me, and there's probably going to be a bunch of people spend a lot of money on McDonald's to try and get it, which... Uh, you need to watch that uh, Pepsi documentary that's on Netflix about the fighter jet. Have you seen that? No. It's pretty good. Probably sucked me in, though. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. all I have. That's all time we have. Actually, one more. Uh, no Frisco Bowl, I guess, this year because there's not enough bowl-eligible teams. I saw OSU projected to the Frisco Bowl or- earlier this week, so I guess that disaster is not going to happen for the Pokes. Good for them. Dang. Dang. All right, uh, quick timeout. We'll wrap up hour number two next. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. 
be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Sooner Nation, come join us for $2 Tuesdays at the Lloyd Noble Center this basketball season. Tuesday game specials include $2 draft beers, $2 fountain sodas, and a $2 small popcorn. Oklahoma basketball returns home Tuesday, December 6th, as they take on Kansas City. For tickets, visit Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! is full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up i am jordan Klinger, an attorney at mcintyre law I have dedicated my career to helping Oklahomans who did nothing wrong. Sometimes I help people who were badly injured because of another's negligence. Sometimes I can only help the families of someone who died because of another's negligence. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. This holiday season, follow the yellow brick road to the Sooner Theater's production of The Wizard of Oz. The show runs December 9th through 18th in the historic downtown theater. Come enjoy your favorite classic songs from Over the Rainbow to If I Only Had a Brain. Purchase tickets now at SoonerTheater.com or at the theater box office at 405-321-9600. Buy your tickets today or I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. No one wants to talk about their funeral memorial service. However, the pre-planning staff at Primrose made it such a simple process. We were able to not only select our services, but we were also able to remove the financial burden from our children as well. If you have not taken the step of planning ahead, I encourage you to make the call today to Primrose Funeral Service at 321-6000 and let the great staff begin helping you planning your desired service. Whether you're looking for the perfect gifts to dazzle your loved ones or choosing a present for yourself, you can rely on our elves at Mitchell's Jewelry. We have a tremendous selection of wish list favorites like stacking bracelets, diamond hoop earrings, and diamond studs, plus the favorite trend-setting delicate gold necklaces and paperclip chains. Don't make Santa wonder what you want. Let's get your wish list started. Enjoy ample parking, our sparkling clean showroom, plus complimentary gift wrap. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Equal opportunity is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. We feel useful and respected. But what if you were one of the 81% of adults with developmental differences who do not have a paid job? Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to 1 million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. 
Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience and their team wants to ensure you that they have the healthcare solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. Portal season, in case you haven't heard, and uh, portal entries are happening left and right. Even though the official day is not until Monday, you already have uh, kids announcing that they're going to be headed to the portal. Nebraska wide receiver DeColdis Crawford, remember him from earlier in the year? I think he got hurt and didn't play at all this year or didn't play very much. Um, DeColdis Crawford from Nebraska says that he's going to enter into the transfer portal. And I'm guessing the portal is going to be very active for OU over the weekend and on into next week. We've only had a few thus yeah. far that have announced, but I, um, I, I think we all expect more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot of names go in. Did you see the, uh, the tweet that Sandlin put out? I, you know what? It's crazy. I'm literally looking through my notes right here trying to pull it up because I did, and I was just about to reference it. Um, here it is. It, this is in 2019-2020 academic cycle. 4,757 football prospects entered the portal. 1,788 found a new home. 38% of prospects who entered placed. Yeah. So we're looking at uh, less than – 45%, yeah, right around 40% each year of guys that enter into the portal and come out on the other side. Get on the roster. Yep. Yep, so um, it's something to look for. I, I I don't know how many guys are going to get in and leave the team. I don't know how many guys we're going to bring in. Um, you know, I, I do think there's going to be some attrition, um, but – I do think that we're going to be really competitive on some of the some of the guys that are going to be out there, and you know we're not going to live in the portal, but I think we're going to address some needs, and we've got several, and I think we can hit that maybe in the next hour, talk oh, yeah. about some of the places we do need to address um, and get better quickly. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour here from Briar's Pizza Kitchen in Goldsby. <laughs> 